0: This is your host, Tia. This is your host, Tia. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Top Ten. Why? Excited nation. 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 The Top Ten. The Top Ten. The Top Ten. morning, everyone. I swear that that uh, intro sounds better when you're listening to it uh, after we do the show. So, but welcome to another amazing episode of the Top Ten. As the intro said, I am your host Tia, and as always, we have a great episode for you guys today. Uh, before I go any further. I just want to introduce my amazing co-host today. So we're going to start with Ryan because, you know, uh, he has had a pretty bad week. So how are you doing, Ryan?
1: I'm doing fantastic, Tia. You know, I'm going to start throwing some shit at Twitter now because I thought they were the best social media platform, but not anymore. Just let me know Twitter's a a, a lie, (laughs) a scam by the government.
0: Um, right I guess. with the salt <laughs> honestly
1: if, they th- if Twitter thinks I'm 13 can lock me out of my account they can go kiss one uh,
0: You well you heard that Twitter we are not happy with your service as, as of this moment but moving right along um, the other co-host that I have with us today has not been on in quite a while so Brittany welcome back I was like, I'm very happy to be back. It's just been a little while because, you know, life, what's that? Uh, I was going to say life finds a way, but it's more like just life gets in the way. Life so. is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, and sometimes <laughs> it's a crappy one. Um, But, uh, yes, guys. Thank you so much for being here today. I think AJ might join us, uh, but I'm not exactly sure. So we're just going to truck right along. It probably would help if I actually announce what this uh, episode is about today. So it is the female superheroes. I should say that all the female superheroes are awesome, and we're just narrowing it down to a top ten. But uh, And this kind of includes uh, both, you know, female superheroes in general if you just want to talk about that female superhero in the comic book sense or you want to give a shout out to a live action iteration i'm totally cool with both uh as someone who isn't really a big comic book reader mine are going to probably be completely uh just the live action adaptations but it's completely up to you what you want to talk about so let's kind of uh get right into it. And Ryan, I'm going to give you the number 10 spot. Uh, tell us what your choice is. Ryan?
1: Yep. Uh, Sorry, I lost you guys for a second. I lost you guys for a second. So <laughs> this is what I'm talking my, about,
0: the voodoo my, curse it's, it's, on, it's on the this voodoo podcast.
1: Curse. It's all because of Chris uh. leaving, I guarantee it.
0: Oh, shit. Who's putting it
1: out there? And <laughs> I really hope he was listening because I can't fight with him on Twitter. So, ha, oh. Him. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Ryan, well, tell us your
0: number 10
1: choice. My number 10 choice? Honestly, this was a bit of a hard list to make for me because I kept going back and forth about which versions are better. Like, you have the live action, then you have the comic book versions. And then you've got just, like, standalone comic versions that never came out. And then you have, like, superheroes on, like, um. you know what? This is going to be a good pick for number 10. Number 10 is, I don't know the character's name because I haven't watched it, uh, the the show since, like, the mid-season finale in like, December or something or November, but I'm going to choose the transgender superhero on Supergirl. I don't remember the character's name, but it oh, is a I'll man. Oh, I'll that
0: for you. I'll get that for you. I'll yeah, get that.
1: Yeah, for you get the, you know, do you know who I'm talking about?
0: Yes. Um, she's on Supergirl, and apparently, I see I haven't watched Supergirl, but I heard that you know she's doing really good. Oh, it's uh Nicole Maines as Dreamer.
1: Yeah, that 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 chick. And I know from like what I what I saw before I stopped watching because it's true. Supergirl, I, I just watch half the season and I just drop it but uh that that took, she I really like the actress and she's really good and I've never heard of the character before and I watched the show before she became the dreamer character but like they were hinting at her powers and how strong she was and I I thought it was more of a good thing to have the transgender community come into the superhero spotlight so that's why I wanted to put her at number 10 and want to leave them out
0: Actually, I think that is a fantastic choice, Ryan, to kind of um, put that inclusion out there because that's certainly not something that we see very often, um, especially in the superhero realm. So for them to introduce this character onto CW, which is a uh, you know a prime time uh, network, um, you know, no subscribers, no nothing like that. You just turn on the TV. So that to have that so readily available uh is I think great and I don't know if you know this Ryan but they actually um also casted a transgendered uh per- person for the next season, I believe, of Titan. So
1: Yeah, yeah, for uh Wilson's son. Yeah. Right. I hearing about that.
0: So we are slowly, uh, inching our way into, you know, representation for the LGBT, uh, community, just maybe a little slower than it should be. But I think that's a fantastic choice, Ryan, to have Dreamer, um, on Supergirl as the number 10. I like her costume a lot. Um, as far as like the CW, it's a good costume. As far as the CW goes, uh, you know, sometimes they think their costumes are great. Sometimes I think their costumes are questionable. But as far as that one goes, I think that's a good costume. So I really like that choice. I think it's a great way to open up this, uh, this episode. I keep wanting to say panel, but we're not physically in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brittany, I... I'm sure that you haven't been watching Supergirl, but what do you think about Ryan's uh, pick just based on what we've been talking about? I think it's great because you are starting to see, like, Cartoon Network even is starting to push more for letting that representation come out because we're not in those days where it's like you couldn't have, like, a couple, like, I Love Lucy and a bed together, and it's like it's slowly progressing where it was like, oh, you had your first gay superheroes, you had your first, you know, X, Y, and Z superhero, and it's like, I feel like the transgender representation hasn't been as, like, prevalent, like, where it's still, like, for people, they're like, oh, it's taboo, it's, you know, we shouldn't represent it, and it's good for them to finally make that push and kind of, like, I'm trying to think of the word for it, de-taboo it, like, basically make it more mainstream and more accepting, because people are going to look at that. Especially, you know, people growing up are going to look at it and go, okay, that's not this, like, big boo- like boogeyman, like, for people that don't accept it. They're like, oh, this is just life. It's not scary. It's good for them to have that sit there and go, this is good. This is not a bad thing. This is a great thing. And to give those people that are transgender somebody to relate with and have their representation. So I think it's great. Yeah, absolutely. I completely, 100% agree. And just kind of piggybacking on what we've been talking about, especially with the CW, I feel I need to kind of put this out there. But it seems like the CW is trying to really represent, uh, you know, the LGBT and put it out there because not only do we have Dreamer on Supergirl, But we are getting Batwoman, uh, a Batwoman series with Ruby Rose um, as the star. And in the comics, you know, Batwoman is a lesbian uh, superhero. So not only do you have the first show that has a lesbian superhero uh, as the main character, but you have someone like Ruby Rose, who I believe identifies as genderqueer, playing her. So just, you know, good job. CW, you're kind of going in the right direction. So uh, <laughs> Ryan, great pick for number 10. Uh, Brittany, I'm going to shoot over and give you the number nine spot. Yeah, I was sitting there because I was like, I don't want to go for the obvious. And I was trying to sit there and go through what I loved growing up with. And I'm going to have to go with Hot Girl. Like from Justice League, the Justice League Unlimited show. Because watching her as a kid, I was like, oh my God, she's badass. She's got wings, she's white, and I also like with uh, like her relationship with Green Lantern, but it's like she didn't need to have a romantic interest. She was just this fierce warrior goddess, basically, but with her, uh, I trying to think what you would call it, it, her weapon, it was like a, oh, the sword for it, I'm looking for a mace. I oh, don't know, I just thought it was so badass, like, growing up, where I was like, okay, she's fierce, she's angry, she's redheaded, she's still sexy, and just, rip. I don't know how to say about it, but I just loved her, I loved her backstory with, like, the Egyptian gods and all that, where it's like, oh, they were so fierce that they were worshipped, and I like that she's, like, she didn't need a, like, a male counterpart, especially that was shown with, uh, I'm trying to think what his name was. Is is it Hawkman? Because I know it's just like some representation of Hawk, where basically she's like, oh, you're a creepy weirdo. Please go away. And just very blunt about it. So I'm going to have to go with her just because as a kid, I was like, oh, man, she's amazing. She's just fierce. Brittany, it's funny, when I was trying to come up with my list, I almost thought about doing Hawkgirl, so I'm really happy that you uh, picked her, because I loved the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited animated shows, definitely, that's what I grew up on, Uh, and Hawkgirl was, like, this great character, because, oh, and by the way, Brittany, it is Hawkman, just to let you know, Um, but... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh And I love the relationship between Hawkgirl and Green Lantern. I thought that they really complemented each other well, but Hawkgirl could obviously stand on her own uh as well. Just, you know, she was this fierce character uh, that you could definitely rely on to put her all in with the battles. They're you know, with nothing really dainty about her. She just went in there, and she kicked ass, and it was just an amazing character. And I really desperately miss uh, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited from my childhood because there's just nothing like it. So awesome pick, Brittany. Brian, what do you think about uh, for the number nine being Hot Girl from the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited animated uh, shows?
1: Uh, I like the pick. Justice League Unlimited is actually one of the only, um, DC animated shows that I watch other than the animated Batman series. And so that's what kind of introduced me to her. And I, I liked how strong she was not like physically, but like, like woman power strong, if that makes any sense. Like, uh, she she held her own in a group full of these really big strong gods men and all that. Especially when she has a counterpart like Hawkman or Hawkeye, whichever one it is. For sure, it's Hawkman, Hawkman, Hawkeye, it makes sense. And she she's usually I mean you can usually see her as the under one to Hawkman, so she'd be the the feared one compared to everyone else. And I don't know, I just like the character. I like how strong she is compared to everyone else. She holds her own in a group full of men and Hawkman, too. And I thought it was a great choice. And the the, the only one problem I have is the Arrowverse kind of ruined her because I didn't like the version they did of her. But that's that's a conversation for a different day. <laughs> yeah,
0: and correct me if I'm wrong because it's been so long since I've even watched those shows, but didn't something come out, like, later on in the show that Hawkgirl was in fact, like, A spy or something like that. That she, uh, I forget what the whole like storyline was. It's really like escaping me. But something came out like later on where she betrayed them, and you know, Green Lantern was very upset, and that was kind of the end of their relationship. I don't know if either of you kind of know what I'm talking about. What did you say? I said I remember. What was it? she was a part of but like empire that was those warriors and uh basically they were wanting to get rid of earth because it was going to like open up a way for them to like teleport or like get through an easier path for like the war that they were having so they basically wanted just to destroy earth and for her it was hard because she was supposed to be sent there to kind of like scope it out and then they were going to like basically destroy earth if i believe correctly but she got so attached to earth that uh, it was either she had a lover she had a lover that was still on that ship her basically her superior and so when she chose to betray her people and go ahead and stay with earth it basically made them either lose the war or made that uh since they couldn't take that path by destroying earth that basically a bunch of her people died instead so to her own people she's like a traitor now but Earth had trouble accepting her because they're like oh you originally came here to like have us all dead. Right yeah and I kind of like hated that they did that uh, storyline just because again it like you know ruined what was between her and Green Lantern and I was like no nah, but you know you gotta do shocking my... things like that sometimes. What did you say? Not my, not my ship don't put a hole in my ship Exactly, exactly, but uh, great decision. I'm glad that we have an animated choice here. I was kind of hoping for that when we opened it up, so uh, really good choice, Brittany. I'm going to take the number 10 spot. I'm going to kind of be, I guess, a little uh, predictable here, but uh, I just wanted to talk about her. I'm going to do Deadpool 2's rendition of Domino. Uh, played, yes. by Zaz- played by Zazie, played by Zazie Beetz. Um, I just love this character. I mean, again, I always like to say I'm not a comic book reader, so uh, I'm not a comic book purist. It did not bother me whatsoever that Zazie Beetz was uh, cast as Domino, um, and I know very little about the character from the comics. So as far as I was concerned, my first introduction to this character was in Deadpool 2. And she did an amazing job because uh, as Wade Wilson even described in the movie, the whole idea of your superpower is luck does sound a little ridiculous uh, at first. And she just did an amazing job and kind of like being just so cool, calm, and collected about that where those were just her her powers um and it didn't matter if wade wilson thought that they were silly because she was just going to do herself and we all know obviously the infamous scene where all of the x-force gets taken out and she's the only one standing and that whole entire like uh scene is hilarious because wade wilson's like you're the only one i have left and he's like i still don't believe in your powers and it's like how do you not believe in her powers And literally, uh, you know, a car misses her by an inch and you're falling and you fall on, you know, hard ground and she falls on, like, a giant stuffed, like, you know, bear. So I just thought that was hilarious. Her fighting skills were amazing. I thought that the actress herself did a fabulous job in that. Um, and I just also, like, kind of like how she was very strong, we also just saw how she interacted at the orphanage. There was obviously something there that she could relate to, and she, uh, you know, in that chair became very, I guess you would say, quote-unquote, soft, um, you know, for the children. So that was really nice. And also, I just, I don't know, I just like her in general. I know that Ryan Reynolds is going to be the only one who is brought over from the Fox universe. But I hope that kind of means his, I hope that kind of means his properties as well, uh, so that maybe we can see Dazzy Beats again as Domino, just because I I just loved her character. She was just amazing. So I'm gonna stop talking for that moment, and I'm gonna ask uh, Brittany to you know comment. What do you think on my pick for number eight? I was going gonna say I love Domino. Like, is it Wednesday, so we can have a woman crush Wednesday? No, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I. I I really enjoyed her because it was like she was so confident and just so sure of herself. But with a power like hers, I guess that's true. Because I love that the explanation for her power isn't that it's truly luck. It's that her power, like, sways the probabilities that enter her, like, favor. So it's like, oh, I have a 50-50 chance of either, like, dying and, like, when I fall, not landing on the teddy bear, or I have a chance of landing on the teddy bear. And suddenly it becomes, like, 90% sure that she's going to land in a 10% chance, kind of like the, the gun jamming. It's like, oh, there's a chance it could jam, there's a chance it couldn't, but since it's her, the chance sways in her favor. But, now I love her. I love her old design. I love the remake of her, like, the redesign of her character, because, you know, with the original lady Domino, she had the, uh, like, the black uh, birthmark over her eye. But I love that they switched it because it's like, oh, how do you explain the birthmark? Oh, it's vertiligo. I think that's how you, like, say it, where uh, the discoloration of the skin. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. It's, like, inverting. It's amazing. And I just love her dynamic with uh, Deadpool, Cable, all of them. She's just very cool, calm, and collected, which I think is very, like, needed of being a part with Deadpool, where it's like, oh, they're yin and yang, but her yang is amazing.
1: <laughs> but uh, <laughs>
0: I do I, I do love your pick, though, cause I did love Domino in it, because I was afraid at first, I was like, oh, Deadpool 2, they're bringing in these new characters, you know, it's very easy to be overshadowed by Deadpool. It's very easy to just, like, oh, let him be the one over it. But anybody that's watched that movie, they're like, oh, my gosh, Domino's stole the show. She was amazing. Even my brother, who normally, my big brother, who normally is, like, uh, kind of up like the X-Men characters, He was like, oh, she was perfect. She was everything we needed in Domino. So I think that's an amazing pick. Well, you know, the thing is, and the problem kind of was that we – Loved Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead in the first and well, wow in the first in the first Deadpool, uh, and when Deadpool two was announced, you know obviously the focus then shifted onto Cable and Domino we still had Megasonic Teenage Warhead and we still had a Colossus, but not in such a light that we had them in the first movie. So I think that was also a thing where people could have been hesitant because these were new characters that the spotlight was going to be on. But Domino just, you know, Zazie Beetz just did an amazing job as uh, Domino and I really hope we get to see her reprise her role in the future. But Ryan, what did you think of Zazie Beetz's performance as Domino in Deadpool 2?
1: Honestly, I, I liked it that much more because fucking Zazie Beetz is, bait, like, she's like fucking mama bear to me. That's fuck, right. get out of here. <laughs> no, nah, honestly, I love Zazie Beetz. She's a great actress, and I thought she brought a lot to the role because I really don't like the Domino character because I don't know too much about her. And from what I saw in uh, Deadpool 2, it, it, really fun character. I loved her so much. I, I can't wait to see her again in the next Deadpool or uh, X-Force movie. It's great. And the power of luck is fantastic. i love to have that because shit ain't so lucky in life. And if I could have <laughs> the power to, to, to be lucky all the time, dude, I, I'd kill to have that. And uh, Zazzy Beats is just awesome.
0: Uh, after the week that Ryan has had, I'm sure that he would very much appreciate uh, the power of the You're telling me. (laughs) I really do hope that we get, I mean, um, based on what Disney has said, we're going to see another Deadpool or X-Force. We're going to see something of that caliber um, because they know how successful Deadpool was. They are not, you know, going to throw that to the wind. So hopefully we see another one. But, in the meantime, for those who really need their zazzy V6, she is going to be in the upcoming Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix, so we'll be able to catch her there as well. So um, shooting over to Ryan, you got the number seven pick. Damn,
1: this now you're, now you're making it hard. because. I wanna I wanna say something because I already know you're gonna choose Tia and I don't want it I don't want it to be as high as it, it's gonna be. But then again I want you to have it. I want you to have that moment. It's really oh, bad. You, you probably don't know. I, I might be wrong though, but I'm gonna say it. I'm going to, I'm gonna say uh, Captain Marvel. The the highest uh, gonna say her <laughs> I knew you, you were gonna say her. But I don't, I don't want her to be any higher than this. I, I hated what Marvel did with her. Well, I shouldn't say hated. I didn't like oh. what they did with her. I should say. And I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and defend myself. Like, oh, but uh, I'm not. Uh, like, she was, she was good, but just wasn't good writing. No, I, I just didn't like her in the movie. Like, she, she wasn't fun. And I I get she isn't supposed to be fun because she's a she's a scroll warrior and stuff like that, but even in the flashbacks, she was still the same character she was when she was hardened by the 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 scrolls uh, elite task force, and I don't know. I the only thing that really made it home for me was the dynamic between her and uh, Nick Fury because. Nick Fury's the one who's always so serious. Meanwhile, he was a very lighthearted one in this movie. And she was a very serious one. I thought it was pretty funny. But, I don't know. I I really hope they find a way to, like, give her more depth in the endgame. And I really hope they give her a more suitable weakness because I felt like they made her too overpowered just to show her cool powers in this movie. And it worked, but... From what it seems, until they show like a a firm, a very a very firm disadvantage she has in a fight, I'm get, I'm getting to a theory real quick. I'm sorry, but it's coming, it's coming. So she she's powered by the Tesseract, right? And who has the Tesseract stone right now? Whichever stone it is Thanos, and in the beginning of Endgame, in the beginning of Endgame, you have. You have her come to Earth after the events of the Infinity War. You saw the postcard scene. Where's Fury? And she offers to bring the fight to Thanos. And when, when they go and try to kick his ass, he kicks their ass again because they finally figure out what her weakness is. And I feel like that weakness is going to be the... the Not the time stone. The space stone. The, yeah, the space stone. And that's how they're going to fuck. That's how Thanos is going to be her. Quick theory. But anyway, I feel like she's too out overpowered in this movie. And they didn't give her enough to, like really feel for her. Like, yeah, it was a very empowering movie with uh, women in the Air Force, yada, yada, yada. I'm not trying to bash on the movie. I just don't like the the rendition they did. But I do love Brie Larson, so that's what won it over for me. I don't know. I don't care how she acts. There's something about Brie Larson that I will always love. Brie Larson is like my ninth Hollywood girlfriend and she will say, no, like, that to me There's time. So many. There's so many people in Hollywood to, like, <laughs> love.
0: I will say really quick, um, Ryan, if you love Brie Larson, you should probably check out Unicorn Store on Netflix. It just premiered this weekend. Uh, it is definitely a quirky I saw that. movie. Oh, you saw it? I, I loved it. No, right I didn't see I the, the
1: movie. I didn't see the movie. I saw oh, the, okay. the commercial.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, pretty good movie actually it's a little again it's like one of those like film festival movies but she's just so adorable in it that it's like it's that kind of like and there's all this like extra meaning to it i don't know i i completely love the movie i actually just to plug myself a little wrote a review about it on geek 5 nation so make sure you check that out but let's talk about captain marvel I got to tell you, I really enjoyed Captain Marvel. I would not put it as my top five, um, just because there's so many. But I walked in with completely a blank slate, um, just wanting to watch the movie, and ended up really enjoying her performance, enjoying uh, what she kind of went through and seeing all of that. I mean... You know, to kind of, when people are saying that she didn't really look like she was having a good time and people have to, you know, remember that she was obviously being brainwashed, but I do get what you mean, you know, in general, but kind of, it seems like she has always had to go up against uh you know adversity because being a woman in the you know air force especially during that time you we could see how people were obviously putting her down and underestimating her so she had to you know get over that you know overcome that but they showed a few scenes where she was having fun at least with her friends but i i get what you mean um kevin feige had come out and said that the reason why they made her a little Like, too unstoppable in Captain Marvel was so that they could really then highlight what is her downfall in Endgame. Um, So, once he said that, I kind of understood more like, okay, we're just seeing this. But I do think a little that, you know, we did see her a little at a disadvantage because she didn't have her full power set until the end of the movie when she figured out that they had been really just holding her back this whole time. So that's just my personal opinion. I did want this to be a little, you know, further on the list, but it's perfectly fine. This is opinion-based, and I have no problem with that. Um, I just can't wait to see Captain Marvel kick some ass in Endgame, and I was super happy with that post Yeah, I think it's really good scene. Endgame.
1: I already know it. I already know it. She's
0: just – I'm, I'm just looking forward to it. My one question is, before I pass it to you, Brittany, but my one question is, Um, and I know that the MCU has a habit of this, but why did they change her costume? I really liked the costume in Captain Marvel, and we clearly see that it's a different costume for Endgame, and I'm like, why did you change it? I mean, I guess because so many years have passed, but I really wanted that costume in Captain Marvel to stick with uh, Carol Danvers into Endgame. So that's just my one thing, but um, Brittany... You know, what were your overall thoughts on uh, Captain Marvel? Not the movie so much, but just the character. (laughs) I am going to say, with the movie, I, I know you said about the character, not the movie, but I really, I wouldn't put the movie, like, at my ultimate top, but I do really enjoy Captain Marvel. I like that she was very, she's a very, she's meant to be a very strong character, and I do get, um, the problem with, like, her powers being so, like, OP, and, uh, I really enjoyed that, I'm trying to find the right word for it, I enjoyed her very much to a degree, I think she had certain, uh, quirks about her where I was like, okay, you're, you're so, uh, being a little too cocky, but I guess that's just a part of her personality, because I really, uh, I enjoy her powers. I enjoy that she's so strong, which is especially a good representation for her being a woman in it. Because we do have uh, Scarlet Witch and Black Widow, but to have a character that's like, oh, she could go hand-to-hand with the Captain America. She could go hand-to-hand with Iron Man. Not that Black Widow and Scarlet Witch couldn't. It's just normally those are such the big, heavy hitters that I really enjoyed that. Basically, that she went Super Saiyan. It could just be such a destructive force, but... uh, Well, you know, the thing is, like, her, you know, actually having been a captain, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but Steve Rogers was only called Captain America because of, you know, his look. You know, he was, like, the poster child. Yes, he was a soldier, but I don't think he ever actually, you know got to the rank of captain. I think it was more so of like, you know, being the poster child, you know, being, uh, having the super serum and stuff like that. But Carol Danvers actually did rise to the rank of captain, you know, in the air force. So there's just those little things. And I just love that. She's also this like cute and adorable like person and she can kick your ass as well. Like let's, Admit, you know, Black Widow can be scary. <laughs> um, yeah, is like um, yeah. terrifying. <laughs> but Captain Marvel is like, it's Brie Larson. She's adorable. And she's sitting there kicking absolute ass. So that's my one thing with it. But, um, yeah, uh, you know what, Phil? I'm happy that she made the list. And I'm happy that we, you know, are having this dialogue uh, about it just because that's the one thing is that, I never want anyone to just think that, hey, we liked this movie just because we're girls. We liked, you know, this movie, we liked the character because of the character, because of the movie. So I look forward to seeing her in Endgame, and I still think that it was a fantastic choice, Ryan. Um, I'm going to hop over to number six and give that to you, Brittany, to tell us what your pick is. I'm, I'm torn – you ever get, like, where you're between two characters and you're like, which one do I want to be higher up? Is somebody else going to steal it? And I'm like, uh, 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 And I keep going with Marvel, but it's just because I really enjoy Marvel. Not that I don't enjoy DC. It's just most of the characters that I really love of the DC universe is normally male. So that's where I'm, like, running into trouble. But with uh, – I think I want to go ahead – and go with uh, the wasp? Oh, that was on my list too. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I I love her because normally when there's like a, the female character coming in to her male counterpart they're, like, almost at a disadvantage where it's like, oh, let me teach you something, but it's like, no. She whooped Ant-Man's butt for, like, the first half of that movie, training him to try to make him better, where it's like she was the teacher. She was the one that's like, I think even in it she was just like, she wanted to be in the Ant-Man costume because she's like, well, why the hell can I not be, you know, besides her dad being, so overprotective which was a given seeing what happened to her mother but i love that she has a backstory i love that she you know she craved her father's affection that she had issues with her dad she was kind of you know she was more fleshed out as a character in that movie instead of just like oh look at this pretty face she does x y and z it's like no she had a big part in it so i loved in the second movie with ant man and the wasp where it's like she gets her time to shine. She gets to be where even, uh, even <laughs> Ant-Man's like, oh, holy shit, she's amazing. She's probably a lot better at this than I am, where it's like she got her time to shine. She got to show that it's like, oh, that she's not just a side character or a sidekick. She's like, I am your partner, like the, the counterpart. So I just love that it's like she's this badass, but it's like she also has, so much like backstory to it too and so just like uh here she is here you go here's something to look at i so obviously i said that this is going to be my pick so obviously i love your pick Brittany. uh i just love hope van dyne even in the first ant-man she was just like wearing those power suits and that power haircut and like you know, going up against Darren Cross and, you know, giving it to her dad, you know, not caring, you know. And as you said, like, I love when she, like, full-on just, like, punched. Um... <laughs> I was like, whoa, what's that? Uh, <laughs> but when she just, like, uh, punched it, freaking uh, Ant-Man in the face, I thought that was hilarious just because it's like she had muscles, by the way. She had muscles, like defined muscles, which was amazing. And in Ant-Man and the Wasp, I mean, she stole the show. She was just kicking ass, um, just loved her costume, loved the way that she fought, loved the confidence. And, of course, I'm going to put out that little, uh, you know, um, uh, what's it called? Detail, sorry. I'm going to put out that little detail with, you know, when she took off her helmet her, you know, she has just been fighting, and she had just been, like, running around. That's, like, hard work. I mean, I, like, am out of breath after I run up some stairs. So, I mean, she's, like, doing all this shit, and she freaking takes off her helmet, and she's sweating. Her hair is, like, you know, pressed on her forehead, and I just really appreciate those little details because it's, like, it's realistic. So I love that you picked uh, the walk. She definitely deserves to be on this, and I really hope that we get to see her. Uh, come back in game and kick some ass because to have her, you know, spoiler alert, I guess if you haven't seen it, which you should, um, but, you know, to have her have disappeared, you know, in the snap was just ha- how she would have been such a great asset. So great pick, uh, Brittany. Ryan, what are your thoughts on uh, Hope Van Dyme as the law?
1: Again, I like the actress. I like the Wasp has always been, like, a sideline character for me, like, in the comics and in, like, every big show that they have her in. They're, like, they've always made her the sidekick, like you guys said, that she isn't in this movie. But every other time she's been, like, the sidekick, and I really like how they gave her more of a leadership role and more of an equal role to Ant-Man. To be honest, I feel like they give her that because they kind of dumbed down Scott Lang. (laughs) <laughs> but I they do that for comedic reasons, obviously. But um, I'm really glad that they make her like an equivalent instead of a down like below him. And she's a very strong character. I like the attitude. And I thought it was a badass uh post credit scene at the end of the first Ant Man when uh Hank Pym showed her the wasp suit and she's like, it's finally my time. I thought that was a badass scene. I'm like, fucking get it, girl. Fucking get it. Honestly, oh, yeah, that this was could great. have been a this could have easily been a wasp movie, but I, I think including Ant Man at the same time for Ant Man and the Wasp was really good because I like how they uh, played off each other. And I like Evagene, Eva- L- I always pronounce her name wrong. Ev- Evagene Lily, right? I think yeah. that's her name. She dude, she's <laughs> awesome. I love her. She's a great actress. I thought she I think she's great
0: Yeah, um, They definitely did fantastic marketing with the second one and making it Ant-Man and the Wasp. And you are right, like, Scott Lang is a little more jokey, a little more lighthearted. There's even some scenes where Hope is obviously trying to be serious and he's just kind of being a little uh, distracting, I guess, would be the terminology. So definitely they kind of had to have her you know, as this like more mature role to kind of counterpart with uh, Paul Rudd, Scott Lang, and I, like Ryan, I loved that post-credit scene in the first Ant-Man where she was like, "It's about goddamn time," and I was like, "Yes, yes," and I and I love the costume. Um, I kind of didn't like the original Lost costume, just because it was, like, so similar to the Ant-Man costume, so I like that they had the Wasp costume be different and stand on its own, so Brittany, I think that was a great choice for number six, just because I love, uh, you know, the Wasp so much, um, and I'm really hoping to kind of cosplay her at this year's New York Comic-Con, hopefully, Uh, but Uh, That's why I felt so bad. I was what I took. uh, I was like, oh no, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, I was gonna apologize earlier since you know I'm staying with like four other men in a house. I went to sit in the car and I was like, oh, I'm hot, and I hit the start, and I went, oh no, the beeping. I forgot the (laughs) beeping, and I was was like, oh no, I'm sorry. I was like, what is? Well, listen. I mean, knock on wood. I'm probably jinxing it right now, but as you guys know. Usually there is a bunch of police sirens in the back of, you know, my building or something, always on a Sunday morning. So the fact that we aren't getting that, at least right now, is kind of a miracle.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: but, <laughs> uh, so I guess I have the number five 5 I'm going to pick someone that I bet no one would imagine that I would pick, but I feel like she has to be highlighted in this um, capacity. And I am going to do uh, X23, Laura, from, from Logan. So let's just talk about the fact that a little kid can be, like, your idol pretty much because she kicked so much ass. And we all know that Logan was, like, one of the best movies ever on the face of the planet. And if anyone watches the show Hannah on prime. They obviously took a lot of inspiration from Logan, but um, yeah, I wanted to highlight this just because this little girl kicked so much ass. She has so much like great scenes to her. And, you know, the idea is like her powers are obviously very similar to Wolverine because, you know, spoiler, he's her dad essentially. So, you know, you would think that having a character who is essentially a mini Wolverine would kind of take away from that character and make you feel like it was just a carbon copy, but she absolutely stood on her own. Um, Her fighting sequences were so brutal and so just quick and sleek that they were just so, like, badass to watch the way that she completely decimated those soldier guys Um, In that one scene when, you know, Donald Pierce first, you know, goes to uh, Wolverine to see if Professor X is there or, you know, I'm sorry, that if X-23 is there and she just completely makes like fools of them because she's just that badass. But then on the other end, we see her, you know, you see her obviously struggle because she was essentially raised in a facility her whole life but then to also see like a softer side she watches a movie alongside uh professor x which is really heartwarming uh the way she interacts with the other kids once they reunite with them and then obviously that end scene which i'm still broken up about to just kind of it, all around this amazing character an amazing rendition. She's so badass. I don't know if we're ever going to see her again in the future. Most likely not because, again, as I said earlier, Deadpool is the only property that they are bringing over from the Fox universe. But still, uh, I forget the actress's name, but she did a fantastic job as Laura from Logan. So that's going to be my number five pick. Um, Ryan, what are your thoughts on
1: X twenty three in Logan. Uh, I'm never really familiar with the X twenty three character before Logan. and When I saw Logan, I thought it was really refreshing, especially having it as a a little Hispanic eight year old girl. I thought I thought it was a great choice. I'm pretty sure she was Spanish, but um, yeah, I thought I thought she was fantastic. I thought X twenty three was a great character, and I kind of wish we got a, a like a a sequel to where Logan didn't die. And we have like a Logan and 23 type of movie. And instead of Logan and 23, it'd be Logan with the number 23 right on, right right to the bottom right of his name. Just so it looked like Logan 23. I don't know. Bad ideas, bad timing. But I really do like X-23, Laura in the movie. She's a fucking badass eight-year-old. I'd rather have her than the Russian mafia coming on my side too. She can really yeah. suck some serious shit up. So good for you, Laura, with those one, one dagger claws. Right? She, does she have one or two in each hand? I think she has she two. She has two. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. She has two.
0: She, sorry, she had two in her hand and one in her foot, I believe.
1: That's right. She has a one in her foot. She used it in the movie too. Fuck. Ew, that's nasty. I forgot about that. That's cool though. That's cool. <laughs>
0: i mean it was like pretty brutal because uh correct me if i'm wrong guys but did and i'm oh see this is what i'm talking about here comes the sirens i jinxed it i jinxed it you know what instead of talking i'm gonna let britney talk and put myself on mute for a second okay um I was going to say, I do really enjoy X-23, because I love that she's just, like, this savage little creature. She's just, like, it's no holds barred. It's like, yep, she can still be a kid in the moment, but you really realize that, like, she has so much of Logan's pure, like, rage, temper, like, just very, like, it's it's so innate in her. I do love that she has them in her feet, because it is a correct me if I'm wrong moment, but she had them in her feet, and I think Xavier talked about how, like, a female or, like, a lioness, when they're on their back, and they take, like, the defensive posture that's like, they're liable to, like, call their, like, whatever is attacking them, like, with their feet. And, like, on the second and so whenever she got picked up and she used their feet ones to freaking stab them, I was like, oh, so that's foreshadowing. But I do really enjoy the character. I love that it was very her and Logan were so good together where it's like they had this push, this pull, but it's like she stood off as like her own character named Logan, but it was very much about like her story. And that's why I was like, oh, I wish we would have got a sequel with like her growing up and her being with these kids and her having her own like moment to shine because it uh, like, uh, like Ryan said, it's like, I wish it's like Logan X-23, like in the title card where it's very, both of them it was kind of it's named logan but it's basically x23's like origin story and that's why i wish she would have gotten more of a play but i do think that is a very great pick i think that if the fox and disney deal hadn't gone through then we would have seen more content with x23 moving forward but because uh fox and disney you know, came to their deal and that is finalized and in effect that that's why we're not going to see it because all right just kind of get off topic a little uh, quickly but we have Dark Phoenix coming out and I heard that they're gonna give New Mutant a theatrical release but once that happens that's it that's the end of you know Fox and they're uh, you know X Men property. So after that, yeah, that's they can it, stop
1: you know? ruining all the franchises. They can just stop ruining them. So it's fine with me. <laughs> uh,
0: you know Personally. Ryan, it, it's so crazy because it's like at least for me, for years, it's like all we wanted is to see, you know, the X Men and Avengers together to, again. Blah blah blah. And people have always been like, lukewarm about the X-Men franchise, especially in the last, like, few years, and then even, like, the Fantastic Four, but then as soon as, like, this shit was finalizing, then I saw all these people online who were like, oh, we're never going to see, you know, the current X-Men again, like, screw you, Disney, blah, 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 and I'm like, I thought this was what we wanted, I thought none of us were really that happy about the current, like, X-Men universe. So I don't understand, like, people complaining about it. Um So that just kind of, like, confuses the hell out of me, honestly. So, but, anyway, um so, yeah, that was my number five, guys. And I guess we're going to shoot over to Ryan to give us the number four.
1: We're oh, trucking shit, we're along on today. Four? I, I know,
0: we're trucking along. all right, all right.
1: All <laughs> Put on the spot like that again. Damn. I it was I thought we were on five and I thought it was Brittany's turn or one of you guys. Like, Holy shit. Alright. Alright, alright, alright. Uh I I really don't want to put this at number one for my next week and I'm afraid one of you are gonna put it at like number two. But I'm I'm gonna leave it right here. I'm gonna say Wonder Woman from the DCEU for number four. Uh so, so personally so
0: Gale, so Gale got it. Uh Wonder
1: Woman. Yeah, the like Gail or Godot, or Godot, however the hell you pronounce that shit, whatever. So everyone pronounces it differently for some reason, but just to let y'all know, Gail Godot is my number one baby mama. Yo, she's she's the big mama bear. <laughs> she, she's, she's my woman crush Wednesday. Well, I was so pissed when I found out she had a kid because she is... Goddamn gorgeous. But you know what? This is I'm not going to sit here and talk about how amazingly pretty she is. But personally, I enjoyed the Wonder Woman movie more than Captain Marvel. Popular opinion. No, I'm joking. It probably really isn't a popular opinion. But personally, I, I did like the Wonder Woman movie. It was just better script writing, better character development, and... Just better all around, except for that third action Wonder Woman. Oh my god, that was atrocious. But not the point. The the DCEU, Wonder Woman is so strong and she's so she she's so herself. She knows how to stand up for what she believes in. She doesn't let no fucking person stand in her way. She's it's funny, so in the Justice League you got the the main three Trinity. You got her, Batman and Superman. But in the D C E U it's just that motherfucker. She's like the She's the captain, I think. And I feel like they purposely made her the captain, and they chose the perfect person to be the captain of the Justice League and DCEU. Because Gal Gadot, does anyone know what she is? Is she like Venezuelan or some shit? But whatever she is, bro, well, it's She's super Israeli. cute. Israeli. Israeli. exactly. She's super cute, man. That's, it's, she just rings like the... like. Even in all the DC movies, she has, like, this little side smirk. And I'm just like, yo, who the fuck just shot my heart? Holy shit. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to bleed out. Like, It's bad. It's a really bad fantasy. But, like, she has looks and the accent. I, I never realized I'd like, like, uh, an accent with Wonder Woman. Like, I remember when they first casted her and I saw her in Batman v Superman. I, I wasn't sure. Like, she's got the beautiful side of it. But, like, does she have the chops? And I couldn't tell if she had an accent in that movie because she didn't really have too many lines. And then when her solo movie came out, I heard the accent. I'm like, you know what? I fucking dig this. I like I like how they chose a a non-American woman to play Wonder Woman, and the accent really helps her. I I don't know, but she's a very strong, very strong character. Not not like powerfully, but mentally and emotionally. May (laughs) May Steve Trevor rest in peace. No. Joke's on you, son. He's coming back for some reason. But that's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point.
0: Um, so, I was going to say, just to let you guys know, with Gail, she actually was um in the Israeli Defense Forces. So, if there's any doubt of how strong this woman is, she was, you know, serving in the Defense Forces for about two years of her life. But, um, When they, I will totally admit here, when they first casted Gail, I was a little skeptical. Because when you think about a Amazonian warrior, you expect her to be a little bit more bulky. I wanted, like, someone with, like, a shit ton of muscles who, like, really just, like, looked like they could absolutely kick your ass. Um, And Gail completely sold me. You all know what my thoughts were on Batman versus Superman. And I thought she was the best thing about it. First of all, she can wear the shit out of those freaking dresses. She always looks gorgeous. But she is just. Baby mama of the year. Oh, she's just gorgeous, gorgeous. And I completely, like, was turned around about her. And then once I saw Wonder Woman, I was like, wow, she is just a great Wonder Woman. She is powerful. She is strong. She has, like, the, uh, and as you said, she's kind of like the captain, and she has it within her to kind of lead all of those boys because she seems to be the only one who has a good head on her shoulders, but that's besides the point. Um, She, yeah, she's a great Wonder Woman. I really enjoyed her. I'm glad that we're getting a sequel to Wonder Woman, even though they said it's not a sequel. I don't know how you can say that. I think the DC needs to like stop their bullshit right now because they're saying that Suicide Squad isn't a sequel, but yet you have like all these people returning for the second one. So I don't understand how it's not a sequel, but that's just my personal opinion. Go uh, Moving on, Gail as Wonder Woman, as Diana, she is just amazing. I can't wait for the second one. And, as far as all the people who are, uh, you know. All right, so we lost Ben Affleck, we lost uh, Henry Cavill, and we lost Ezra Miller. So right no, no, now no, we, all... did
1: not, we did not lose Do Henry know... Cavill or Ezra Miller. I mean, they I want us to lose Ezra Miller. I want us to lose. I don't like him. But we did not lose him yet. Um,
0: so funny, Ryan. I mentioned you a few weeks ago because I was on the Geek Vibes Live. And Nick and Juwan were like saying how tragic it would be if Ezra Miller wasn't the Flash, and I was like, Nah, I'm fine with that if he walks away. And they were like, What? What are you talking about? Blah blah. And they literally said, I go, if Ryan was the
1: Flash, he?
0: and I was like, If Ryan were here right now, he would be backing me up because he knows that we could get a better Flash than Ezra Miller. Sorry, sorry for all that shit so right now, tithe. but <laughs> that's
1: a fact. Ezra Miller was so I, I didn't enjoy him in uh, Justice League I thought he, they made him so dumb they made him like a fucking idiot in that movie
0: and, yeah, and I that's understand. not
1: Ezra Miller but that's the writers but like Ezra Miller he there's something about him that screams I'm not a superhero I don't know if it's because he was in the shitty uh, Harry Potter spinoff franchise but oh no.
0: I don't know, but I, I was like, listen, the the writing with that, how they had him act that was just really bad. It felt like the same way that Jesse Eisenberg acted out his Lex Luthor, so that was my thing, and they both were like, no, blah, 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 he's a great actor, da, 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 and I'm like, we could get a better Flash than him, so, but... um. I was saying the fact that we only still have uh Jason Momoa as Aquaman and Gail as Wonder Woman, I'm completely fine with they the They were the two best things about the you know d c e u so the fact that we're just getting the both of them good completely fine with that but um Brittany, I know you've been sitting there waiting what did you think about gail's uh rendition of Wonder Woman within the d c e u I was going to say I I have a confession to make and it was that I haven't seen Wonder Woman, but I have seen Justice League and that movie was awful, but you know what the only good part of that whole movie was? Wonder Woman and Aquaman a little bit. But Wonder Woman not Wonder even ben.
1: Aquaman. Just Wonder Woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, um oh, Brittany, uh uh, next time you and I hang out we'll watch Wonder Woman cuz I will say it was a pretty good movie.
1: Um except for the third act. It, uh, it was just the third act just tragic.
0: I was going to say the third act was a little questionable. It but, oh, I hate to say this, but like most DC movies there it's just always like just not like completely tied in enough. It's it's like it's like the pieces are sewn together, but they're kind of loose. They're not, like, completely, like, tightly sewn together. So that's how it was a little with Wonder Woman. But it was still one of the best movies within the DCEU, and Gail just completely killed it as Wonder Woman. So, wait, Brittany, next time hey, we can see go go you. To, wait here, can
1: go Wait Can I ahead. ask you what, what, your order of DCEU movies real quick?
0: I can't even like think of all of them to even like put it in. So I guess, well, you guys know what my stance is. I really like Suicide Squad, so I'm probably gonna put that as number one. But what? Yeah, through one. We've gone through this. I really like Suicide Squad, but I would put probably Suicide Squad, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, because I did like Aquaman better. I did like Aquaman better than Wonder Woman. So I would say Suicide Squad, Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Uh, what else have we had? Uh,
1: shit. Just Man of please. Steel.
0: I would put Man of Steel. Superman. I guess I would put B versus Superman and then Justices. How many have there been? There have been like six movies, right?
1: There's not like six or seven yet. Yeah, it's been a low number. No, I just, you, did
0: you say Shazam? I haven't seen Shazam yet, so I can't put it on the list yet. I'm hoping to see Shazam next weekend. I'm hoping to see Shazam next weekend, and then it'll be able to be put on the list. But as of right now, it'd be Suicide Squad, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Man of Steel. If I could put Batman versus Superman and Justice League at the bottom together, I would do that.
1: Oh, you'd hate my list, man. Shit. (laughs) my God. Let's hear
0: it. Let's hear it. All
1: right. Number one, I got Shazam. Number two, I got Man of Steel. Number three, I got Aquaman. Number four, I have Wonder Woman. Number five, Suicide Squad. Number six, Batman v Superman. And the last one is Justice League because that is the one baby no one likes and doesn't care about.
0: Yeah, Justice League was terrible. I have listen. I I told even my boyfriend yesterday. I said we are going to go see Shazam next weekend. It's going to happen, and that way I'll finally right, be able so, to put it on my list. Way,
1: two post credit scenes. <laughs> two post credit. Two post credits. Alright. Yeah.
0: Two post credit scenes. I will make sure to. Keep that in mind. Um, and if anyone is listening, go see Shazam with Zach, uh, Zachary Levi. You heard it from That's Ryan himself movie. that that he, you gotta go see it. You gotta go see it. So, um, so uh, good. who's number three? Is it Brittany? Brittany, is it your turn right now? I'm pretty sure. Let me think. I I'm gonna just go ahead and go with Scarlet Witch because even though oh. I would have. What? What?
1: No, he go. he go. I'll say it after. He go. he go. I was going to say, I really enjoyed Scarlet Witch. I probably would have put her lower. I
0: actually wish Wasp had been in this spot instead, I think. But I really like Scarlet Witch, even though I wish she would have been like Magneto's daughter in it and kind of gone that route, but we know the reason why we couldn't. I did really – I love her powers. I think they're, um, like, just really neat – i really sad that her brother dies, her twin brother, so, you know, that's pretty devastating. But the character herself, I think she has a lot of dimension. It's like she's this really tough character. She's been through a lot. She's been hardened. She lost her brother. But it's still like she's soft. She wants to be loved. She loves the vision. And it's like, I'm trying to find the word for it. It's that she's multifaceted. It's like, she got to join the Avengers. She had her redemption arc, where it's like, oh, she was basically a villain. I know she wasn't fully a villain, like, just a bad guy, bad guy, because she had her reasons. But it's, like, neat to watch her become the hero, become, like, part of the Avengers. And her kind of, like, daddy-daughter relationship with Captain America just, like, warms my heart. But, um, and that, the fact that, like, she held her own. I love that at the end of, like, Avengers, uh, that, that she just basically came in and was like, I am here. I am savage. You're trying to take the love of my life. I'm about to destroy everything. So, yes. I'm going to pick Scarlet Witch. And... Before I comment, Brittany, because she texted me on below here, and yes, I'm going to shout it out, uh, Brittany said that she never got to finish what she thought about Gail Gaddis Wonder Woman. So, Brittany, I want to give you the platform if you want to finish what you have, you know, been wanting to say. It wasn't, but I was just, like, started to talk about it, and then it was, like, about the other stuff. I was, like, I uh, 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 got, like, two sentences out. Uh, what I would say with Wonder Woman was that even though I only saw her in Justice League, it's, it's that she won the show because I love that she's just a strong woman. And you are right what we talked about where it's like, you know, I did expect a more muscular character. But it's that hearing even the, like, actor's backstory for it made it more okay where it's like, okay, you don't have to be just, like, buffed out to be a strong woman. You don't have to fit this, like, ideal even though it's like, oh, you don't want to pander just to, like, the male demographic with it. I do love that it like, because she was the only thing I could focus on through that entire movie, was just, like, okay, Superman's doing his thing, being a bad guy. Batman is just awful. Because I like Ben Affleck and other things, but he was just atrocious. So just getting to focus on her, getting to focus on, like, I do love, like, her, it, that womanhood, I guess you would call it with like her fellow like Amazonians where it's just like there's that deep like female connection to it where it's like they only had to rely on each other and it is like, oh, men, we're the bad guys. And even though she does start to warm up, which can be kind of like, oh, well, you're making the strong woman have to have like a male co-partner to it. But I love that she can just stand on her own and just take it. <laughs> Um, I will comment really quick, you know, briefly on Wonder Woman. My one gripe about her, and I don't think it's her. I think, obviously, it's the producers. It's the people who have their hands in this movie. And I talk about it with Kelly all the time. And this is why earlier when we were talking about the wasps that I mentioned about, you know, her hair. But it's like you have Wonder Woman in the movie, right, in Wonder Woman. And she's fighting on the battlefield against, like, all these Nazis and shit like that, and she's going insane, and her hair still looks flawless, she has no dirt on her face, like, she looks like as if she just, like, walked the, like, runway at, like, a Victoria's Secret, like, show, and I'm like, that's a little unrealistic, like, let's get Wonder Woman down and dirty, let's get her gritty looking, like, let's make it realistic, because... All the guys, you have them looking all, like, you know, crazy and shit like that. So that's my one thing. Oh, my God. The sounds right now behind me are just insane. Um, I called the cops on you. It's cool. What would you say? I said I called the cops on you. It's cool. Brittany, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they found you out. Um, But what was I going to say? I completely forgot. No, there is some sort of sound right now. This sounds like shuffling. Is it either one of you guys? I can't hear it. And I'm just sitting.
1: I can't. Yeah. What'd you say? I can't hear anything either.
0: Oh, uh, alright. Then it's just me. My bad. You're just crazy. Uh, that is probably true. Um, but, so, for your number three pick with Scarlet Witch, I'm actually going to shoot over to Ryan to comment, because as soon as you mentioned it, I heard him go, what? So, that's going to be all Ryan right now.
1: Dude, I hate Scarlet Witch in the MCU. She's going to be one of the dumbest characters ever. I can't stand her. I wish she would stay dusted, but I know it's not going to happen. I, they, uh, dude, I just, I don't know if it's the characters. Or Elizabeth Olsen. But I don't know. I just don't like her. I hate the <laughs> accent they give her, too. The accent is so fucking weird. And then each movie, it's like she, each movie she just tells herself, you know what? Fuck the accent. And it just keeps going downhill from there. Like, the accent just keeps, in like, dissipating. It just, like, goes into the fucking bowed deep of hell and just never comes out and now she's an American white woman all of a sudden because she's an Avenger like dude I, I, she's such a crybaby too I can't deal with it in Avengers age of all time yes your parent died to a stark missile and that was 10 years ago and you want revenge I get it sweetie i probably want revenge too especially if I those powers but you have to think a little bit more methodically about it. She She's sitting on the floor. I, I, I don't know if this is because, what's it called? I don't remember if this was when she found out Quicksilver died, but there was this scene in Age of Ultron where she just went on her knees, screamed so loud that it, it shot energy out and destroyed all the Ultron bots. I don't remember if that was when um when um what's hold. Quakes over died. But if just like that is okay. when Quicksilver
0: died,
1: yeah. I, I I get it, a very emotional moment, but no person
0: in the middle
1: of a fucking war would go on their knees and cry. And I'm pretty sure she didn't even realize her powers would fucking do that.
0: Well, the and one thing like, Ryan Right, and the one thing I'm going to say is that they really, you know, these two were twins, right, which I believe in the comics is not the case, uh, if I'm, you know, correct. So the fact that they made them twins, there's always been that, like, you know, um, they say that, the, you know, twins have, like, a connection and yada, yada, maybe due to the fact that they also have power, so they were experimented on. So I feel that when Quicksilver died, She felt like a part of her dying, and that's why we had that, like, super emotional scene.
1: Fair enough. But let's go to Civil War. She – oh, dude, this bit too dumb. So let let me get this straight. So they were fighting crossbones, right? And they're in – dude, it's somewhere in Africa. It's not Laguna. It's somewhere in Africa, wherever they were fighting crossbones, Right. And he, he's there a 10 suicide years bomb. Them. Yeah, yeah. there's somewhere there. There's somewhere around there. And he, he's with the suicide bomb, and she holds it, right? She holds the bomb. And there's a building to the left and nothing to the right. Does she pick A or B? She picks A. I don't know why she decides to throw a suicide bomb at a building. Now, she could have not been thinking because it was so erratic and like, oh shit, what do I do? But. She decided to throw it at the only tall building there. She could have easily thrown it somewhere else. That's just me. And, yes, she is the fault for the Avengers breaking up. I blame her. I don't blame Tony. I blame that bitch Scarlet Witch. And when I saw her die in Infinity War, I'm like, oh, dude, they're finally going to keep her dead. And then when they announced her (laughs) vision again in their own series, I'm like, shit, she's definitely coming back now. And I, I like the Scarlet Witch and Visions are from the comics. I don't know if it's the actors, but like, I just didn't like have the chemistry. Because I felt like they really rushed that storyline from Civil War to uh, Infinity War. Because in Civil War, you, you see them, they, they do like a little chitter-chatter because she's on Hell arrest And Visions watching, watching her. All right, you get like a few flirts. And then the they're, they're like the next time you see them, they're fucking. Like, yeah, again, it. it's been a few years, but like they they didn't invest enough time in their relationship for me to like care enough about her killing him at the end of the movie of Infinity War because at, during all of Infinity War, I'm just like because I didn't have that emotional attachment between the two of them. I'm just like, come on, just blow his fucking brain out. Just doing this movie will be over. That, that's all I'm saying, movie. But that's because I wasn't like emotionally invested in the two. Dating or being married or whatever the fuck they call it. Then put an android. I don't know how you have sex with an android. But that's not the point. My point is the Scarlet Witch character is annoying, poorly written, and has a weird accent that comes and goes whenever she feels like it. Wow, I went on a rant about this chick. Well, tell us how you really feel.
0: As always, Ryan is very passionate. But, you know, I will say that I do feel like they rushed the relationship between Scarlet Witch and Vision. Um, I think that they did it solely because they were like, hey, listen, um, you know that these two are together in the comics, so we don't need to spend any time really developing them. We can just make them a couple. But it's like, no, you, you should uh, take some time developing them. You would think that Marvel would learn from the debacle that was Bruce Banner and Natasha Romanoff because they really hey, I dug that any. I
1: dug that. No, no, they,
0: that have relationship. Relationship. they have well, no I was chemistry when whatsoever. They came back
1: in Infinity War and they saw something and she's like, hey, Bruce. Hey, Nat. Bro, I, that, that fucking tore my heartstrings. I'm just like, bro, this ugly dude can get with Scarlet? Not Scarlet. Um, <laughs> Natasha Romanoff. Bro, I was super jealous. I'm just like, you know what, Bruce? You're a good guy. You deserve this, man. You deserve this.
0: Oh, I, dude, I was so heartbroken. Secretly sits over here and hates their relationship. I do not like that relationship at all. First of all, I will not, neither. Mark, Mark Ruffalo is not a bad-looking man, all right? He's not Chris Evans hot. He's not you know, Robert Downey Jr. hot, but he's a pretty good-looking man. But that aside, there's no chemistry between them. Sorry, I, no. it, came uh, it, really... came no- it came out of nowhere. Oh, know you're really. It came out of nowhere. that It was like Josh Whedon I was like, I just it jo- it's like Josh Whedon was like, hey, I didn't have any romance in the first Avengers. I need to force someone into a relationship. Who are the two that you would never expect to get together, who barely spent any time on screen together? Natasha Romanoff and Bruce Banner. It's like, no. I was like, waiting for that. I, I was to
1: fuck the Hulk. I was honestly waiting for it.
0: I'm going to say, I think it's like, I don't know. I'm not going to say it for certain, but I've noticed men like the relationship between uh, Bruce Banner and Natasha more than women. Cause my boyfriend's the same way. He freaking loves the relationship. thinks It's amazing. And I'm sitting over here like, ah, they have no chemistry with each other. If anything, it Natasha and Steve Rogers have more of a connection than Bruce Banner and Natasha do. But that being said, I wanted to comment a little about Scarlet Witch. Um, so it is weird that we got a Scarlet Witch that had this accent and then suddenly we don't have an accent. That didn't make sense. Um, you know, Age of Ultron was just done poorly altogether. And I think that, you know, is a big reason why maybe not a lot of people like Scarlet Witch. But you have to remember about Scarlet Witch is that her powers are insane. Like, you need someone like Scarlet Witch around because her powers are so intense. Like, even even in Endgame, uh, what was it? And I swear to God, one day I'm going to get her name correct. Okie? Okie? Oh, Okie. Okay. Okay. Okoye. 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 you know, Even Okoye even said, like, well, what the fuck was she doing up there the whole time? She could have done all this shit. So it's like you need someone like Scarlet Witch because of her <clears> power. So, you know, I-, I liked her. I wouldn't say that she's my favorite out of all, like, the, you know, MCU, Marvel superhero characters. But I still like Scarlet Witch. It was super sad when she started disappearing, and we saw that, like, she wasn't even nah. sad about oh it. My she God, wasn't bitch, sure. it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we obviously know where Ryan stands on this. But, um, Brittany, I think that maybe in A Perfect World, we would switch Scarlet Witch with Wasp, and Scarlet Witch would That's
1: be number so six so cool. and Wasp. I,
0: You know, we could, because we can do Let's anything.
1: Let's do the switch. So. Fuck it. Do the switch. <laughs> go, go to the bottom, girl. Go to the bottom. <laughs> 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 All <right>. I,
0: <laughs> the and I was like, I really like Scarlett, which She's like a heavy hitter. She has background, but I was like, I still like the Wasp better. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I love I love the Wasp so much. But um, I am going to take the number two spot. Super happy that no one took this because I can't wait. Um, I will say that a lot of our list is primarily uh, Marvel, but that's okay. We do have DC. We do have D- DC here. But I'm going to talk about it. number two is Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Oh, uh, Tessa yeah. Yeah.
1: Ooh.
0: Tessa Thompson. My baby girl. Yeah, is another baby mama of yours Ryan is another yeah. baby
1: mama. <laughs> yeah, another baby mama. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm
0: so Tessa glad Thompson... she's
1: returning for Endgame. I'm so glad she's coming back for Endgame. Oh, me oh. too. Me too.
0: Um, baby yeah. Of the year. Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie is just absolutely she. First of all, we essentially got the movie version of Jessica Jones and Thor Ragnarok. She was a hard drinking, you know, vulgar woman who did not care about being dainty or feminine or anything. She, you know, was a scavenger and gets Thor at some point. Just Just the way she acted, just the way her attitude was. And then you find out that she's part of the Valkyrie, part of, you know, the strong. As guardian female, you know, warrior race, and we get that beautiful, beautiful, like, you know, uh, uh, what's it called, you know, flashback shot of her going up against Hela, and just the whole thing. Like, Thor was smitten. Thor was smitten by Valkyrie, and, and could you blame him? She was just absolutely amazing. I love the scene where she was like, All right, I'll listen to you. Um, but once I'm done with this, like you know, jug of alcohol, then then I'm gonna walk away. And she just absolutely kills it within five seconds. She's just amazing. Her fighting skills. That scene at the end when they're battling on the Rainbow Bridge in Asgard, and the shit behind her, you know, is blasting off fireworks essentially as she's walking. She is just absolutely just a warrior she's so good and you know there was nothing sexualized about her there was no you know obviously we could see that thor was like you know thor and bruce were both smitten by her But, but there was no like forced romance you know that would be something that they wanted to go back and you know revisit it at least we had like context at least we have a background you know it wasn't like automatic and it was just so good and i was devastated when she wasn't in infinity war and when they crashed the freaking you know ship with all the asgardians i'm like oh my god does she die like what but when we saw the posters and it's confirmed that valkyrie is alive oh oh shit like Thanos best be scared Thanos, <laughs> Oh. So that's going to be think, my pick. Mm, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, I, I'm still giggling over the Ant Man in the butt of Thanos memes. Thanos. All I'm yeah. of Thanos being afraid they're my absolute favorite right now I cannot not giggle every time so when you're like oh Thanos is scared I was like I think he's scared of something else at this moment <laughs> listen Thanos has three things that he needs to be scared of in Endgame one is Captain Marvel the other is Valkyrie yeah. and And the third one is (laughs) Ant-Man. Ant-Man is going to save all of us. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, Brittany, I'm going to go to you first. Tell me your thoughts of the wonderful Valkyrie. I love Valkyrie. I think, like, our collective gasp of amazement when you said it was like, why didn't we think of her? Because she is like, she's just like a warrior goddess. Like, I, I know this is like blasphemy, but I like her more than Wonder Woman. So I'm glad that she's like up here. Like, she is just, she's fierce. I love her markings. I love that she's just a badass. I like that even Thor is like in utter amazement of her, where he's just like, oh my god, she's amazing. And I'm not pretty sure if. Thor is able to recognize you as like amazing when he's so cocky and like oh I'm the best it's like oh he wanted to be one of them until he realized they were all female the Valkyries it's like so it's like oh she's like basically his idol and it's pretty dang awesome as if Thor is the one sitting there going you know what yeah and her like she I, don't, I wouldn't call it a redemption arc but her like coming to terms with what happened and going okay I, I need to finish this out especially because of the sad scene where I'm like I don't know if that person was just like a really close friend or what or a captain but when she takes the spear for her I was like no they 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 confirmed that that was her lover because uh-huh. Val. Valkyrie is bisexual in the MCU. Like, they didn't, like, say it on screen, but they have, like, confirmed it, like, in the background. So that was her lover. (laughs) They
1: also hinted at it in the movie. I
0: didn't realize it, but I just, oh. And I love Loki just coming up like, you know what? Let's just have a mind-fuck moment. And her just utterly just wanting to annihilate him. That was a great fight scene, too, just for the two seconds, because she was just like, bitch, don't test me. And we all know Loki, he loves testing people, so he did it anyway. But, um, yeah, that was great. (laughs) Ryan, um, one, before I shoot it over to you, were you saying something that they kind of hinted
1: to it in the actual movie? Yeah, I think Dora made, like, a, a remark about dating a man. She's like, or said something like, along the lines of saying, I don't go that way, or something like that. I remember hearing about it in the movie, and I'm just like, ah, so they, they did mention it in the movie, because I remember before the movie came out, they said she was bisexual, and I wasn't sure, if, or, sure or not if they were going to, like, talk about it in the movie. And I'm like, oh, shit, they did talk about it. I'm shocked. Yeah. yeah, I guess I just kind of missed that, but I think that there
0: was, interviews with Tessa Thompson and stuff where she, you know, explained, like, A, that woman was her lover and that also that she was um, bisexual, so I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, Ryan, because Tessa Thompson is your baby mama, please tell us about Valkyrie, you know, your thoughts on
1: Valkyrie. I'm so glad she came back for uh, Endgame. Oh, my God. I was so happy when I saw her poster. But, The real question is, where's my boy Korg at? But... Oh, Korg! No, but see, that's the problem. They can't have Korg because Taekwondo was the actor for it, so they're not going to get him for it, which kind of sucks. But when I talk about Korg, we're talking about my my baby mom's... uh, Valkyrie. Bro, Valkyrie's such a badass. I don't know anything about her in the comics. All i Mm -hmm. know about her is what they gave us in Thor 3, Thor Ragnarok. And... She was fucking awesome. I love Tessa Thompson, too. She's a great actress. She was great in the Creed movies. She was great in every, everything that I've seen her in. And honestly, dude, she fits this role so well. She's an alcoholic badass. Fucking dude. She's a better version of Jessica Jones. She's an intergalactic version of Jessica Jones. And I'm glad that they made her bisexual so they didn't give Thor a love interest. Because it would have seemed very cliche if they made her the love interest. But I'm glad they got like a good good friendship type of relationship instead of a, a physical romantic relationship because she's too badass for that romantic shit. Like, come on, though. She's a fucking hard ass. And she'll fuck Thanos up. She'll, she'll be the one to kill Thanos. No, I mean, not. she probably won't. But... <laughs> it sounded I good, love, though. I love the character. I love the character. I love the actress. I can't wait to see her in Endgame. which is only did like three weeks. Boy, let's fucking get it. By the way, before I forget, do either one of you, I'm, I'm doing a show in like the next week for Geek Vibes Live or something, some show like that on Endgame. Do either one of you, if either one of you want to be on it, let me know because I'm gathering a group of like four to five people, including myself, to talk Endgame series and all that. So I Whenever you guys get a chance, just, like, send me a DM about it, and I'll make, like, a group chat for everybody. So, I, before I forget, I forget to put that out
0: there. Uh, hell, yeah. You know that I want to um, do that. I cannot wait to see uh, Endgame. I will let both of you know that um, I am. Yeah, I, know.
1: I know. I'm, I, I know. I
0: am seeing it earlier, and I'm not going to give away spoilers, so do wait, not come when are you, at When are you
1: seeing it, though? You're seeing
0: you seeing it the Monday?
1: I'm seeing it the twenty third. No okay, I see that's wait, that's a lot closer to a date than I thought actually. Yeah, I'm seeing it I'm, on, done with you. I'm seeing it Saturday morning.
0: That's okay. like,
1: time I can get tickets. It's so well, bad. The, the thing
0: was that um when I was doing we were doing geeks against the grain on Friday and Juan was saying like how <laughs> uh that sounds bad, like, out of context, but how, quote, unquote, weak he is because he's going to be texting me, asking me spoilers, on like, Juwan, I am not going to respond to you because you know you're going to hate yourself if I tell you spoilers and that, you know, you're going to walk into Endgame without, you know, that fresh mind or anything. So do not Whoa, text I'm getting me I'm nervous about Endgame.
1: I'm, I'm really nervous, so nervous. nervous. Yeah, but you have nothing to be nervous about. No, I'm not nervous about oh, like the movie and stuff like that. I'm worried, even though I'm seeing it like a day after it releases, that there's gonna be a spoiler out there that I might see. And it's only a day, but bro, you'd be fucking surprised because China getting it like a few days earlier than us. And oh, there's gonna be semi so many spoilers. And, dude, I know, and I'm purposely not making a new Twitter for that reason right now. And, yeah. Oh, dude, it's really pissed me off. I really, I really <laughs> wish I. Saw Right, this is my movie. I fucking love it. Are you seeing it live actually or regular?
0: Just regular, like how you saw Dumbo. It's maybe in the same uh, movie theater.
1: Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Oh, um, man, I'm jealous, I'm jealous. <laughs> you we are, have to let us know if they, they do intermission. You have to let us know if they do intermission, too.
0: I think, they I, already had... comfri- I think they already confirmed prior that they weren't going to do any intermissions. So, guys, do not drink anything
1: before no or drink shit! three that's hours. That's fucking and crazy. Th-
0: it, at first, sat at three hours and two minutes, but actually they just came out and said that, that was like now three hours and two th- seconds. Seconds. So, uh, just buckle
1: oh, up, that's... guys. Oh, boy, dude. <laughs> April's going to be fucking lit.
0: It's going to be so good. But, guys, let's kind of move on because this is not an endgame discussion as much as I know that we would want it to be. We are doing the top ten best female superheroes. Uh, before I give Ryan the number one spot, I'm just going to name them off. Um, we had number ten as Dreamer in Supergirl. We had number nine as Hawkgirl from the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. We had eight as uh, Domino and Deadpool 2 seven as Captain Marvel. Because we're doing the old switcheroo, we got number six as Scarlet Witch, number five as X-23, number four as Wonder Woman, Gale's uh, adaptation, and number, th- uh, number three is The Wasp, number two is Valkyrie. Now, Ryan, you have the honor of giving us your number one pick. All
1: right. I'm doing this in honor because she's getting hurt. First solo film next year. You guys already know who it is. Motherfucking. My number one baby mom, by the way. My number one. Black <laughs> Widow. Black Widow on oh, the MCU. Yes. I Bro, this. Ryan. I was <laughs> so excited for this movie. I Ever since she appeared in. I know she appeared in Iron Man 2. But, like, you, we didn't, like, get a really good feel for her until the first Avengers. And then after the first Avengers, I've been waiting for a solo film. And 2020 is finally the year that my baby mom, Scarlett Johansson, gets her first solo film. And I can't wait any longer. She's fucking fantastic. She got the looks, She got the brain. And she, she does that little eyebrow thing. And it's, like, it's one of those, like, oh, like holy shit, my legs just gave out type of look. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? And that's why I was kind of jealous that her, her and Mark uh, Ruffalo almost like, titty-titty banged it out. Because I'm just like, dude, that's my baby mom. You can't be doing this to me. You can't. And you know she's dedicated to the character, too. Because I remember hearing during the filming of Age of Ultron, she was like seven months pregnant filming some of those scenes. What? And I was like, I'm like, damn, girl, fucking get that shit. Get that Get the money. Get the fucking Disney money. Yeah, good for you. And I don't know. I love her, and I'm super happy she's getting her first solo film. Such a great character. And I'm really glad she's, she's the original Six Avengers. And my baby mama did not get enough screen time in Infinity War, and I know she's going to get all the screen time in um, Endgame. And she's the kid at defeating Thanos with that super long hair and super short hair in different scenes. Of the trailer but who am i to judge
0: uh you know i i never expected you to pick black widow and i think it's because over the years i've become so used to people absolutely hating black widow absolutely putting down scarlett johansson people really dislike her um because of some of the roles that she has taken in the past so but that I will say that I have been waiting since the first Avengers because before we had all these other characters, she was the only girl. She was the only girl with all these boys, and all of them were getting their own solo films, and we weren't getting a Black Widow. And I'm like, do you remember in the first Avengers where she literally tied up to a chair getting tortured by some Russian dude, and then she just full-on is having a conversation with Phil Coulson and saying how she got this and then she's like, Okay, one second and then absolutely wall tied in a chair kicks their asses. Like, how is that possible? My one yeah, thing my
1: baby mama does that
0: my <laughs> one thing about like, you know, Bruce Banner and Natasha, nothing against either of the characters. I just didn't personally think that them had any chemistry. But I love Natasha. I love her friendship with Steve Rogers. They were absolutely perfect together in The Winter Soldier. Um, I love that whole scene. I love her character. I love diving into that. I love that you found out that, you know, or at least it was hinted to that she knew the Winter Soldier, like, in Civil War when Bucky just, like, has her against the table and she's like, you can't even remember me. And the fact that her, like, fighting style is so cool in Iron Man 2. She's just, like, flipping across the floor, like, you know, jumping and, like, twisting people's necks and shit. Like she loves like jumping on people's shoulders just to like get them like that's her move there and it's awesome like yeah I'm gonna later on today I'm gonna watch Winter Soldier again because that shit was just so good yes. like, like like Natasha and Steve's partnership and the fact that like you know yeah in Civil War she sided with Tony but then she eventually sided with Cap because like that's her boy there that's like you know she showed up to Peggy's funeral like she's just she's so underrated in the MCU when she is just like a supporter of her fellow girls. Like she is just like, she understands that she had a, you know, questionable uh, past and I just love uh, Black Widow and I don't care what anyone says. So Brittany, tell us about, uh, you know, your thoughts on Black Widow. I was sitting there, before Ryan said it, and I was like, I was dreading it. I was like, oh no, what's he gonna say? Where we're gonna go, really? <laughs> this is this number one? Really? After all the bullcrap he gives us about our picks, and then pick something I'm gonna roll my eyes at. And then I was delightfully, delightfully surprised. I am very happy because, like you said, she was the like for Marvel, the like the MCU universe is like, well, I think this universe twice, but she was the only girl she was the only like you know you had pepper Potts and then you had uh, a couple other but they weren't their own standalone hero they were tied to a male counterpart they had a reason to be there it's kind of like thor and his lady friend all of them were romantic interests and it's like no black widow is her own woman she has been doing this beforehand i love that it's like originally she's kind of a villain almost, before she joined S.H.I.E.L.D., I would say, with, you know, the whole getting her uterus and all that stuff taken out and her sad story of, there is the character, and it's like she does have those motherly instincts. There was things that she wanted, and that's why I I did get a little frustrated when it was like this forced relationship with Bruce Banner, because I'm like, ah, it's just pandering. It's pandering to giving her, like, a romantic interest. Well, they took the only girl in the Avengers at the time, because Scarlet Witch was not in the Avengers at that moment. They took the only girl who was involved in the Avengers and were like, hey, we need to put her in a romantic relationship. And they did it with someone who she had, like, zero interactions with. Like, you know, Brittany, that I would have been perfectly fine if they would have done that with Steve Rogers, just because I thought that they had chemistry with each other. You know, but the fact that they did it with Bruce Banner, and again, nothing against Bruce Banner. I like Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner, but, like, where at all was the chemistry? Where the hell did that come from? And that's just, you know, I hate to, like, shit on Josh Whedon because he gave us the first Avengers, and it was fantastic. But that's just Josh Whedon's, you know, like, little touch there that he felt like he needed to do that. And I just, oh, oh, I did not and like it And now we all. had to keep it. And, yeah, now we have to keep it because, as Ryan said before, you know, they, like, you know, had their reunion in Infinity War and they were giving each other heart eyes. And I'm like, stop. Stop with this. Like, if anything, you know, and, again, like, my love Valkyrie, like, she's a strong woman. She don't need anyone. And, you know, obviously her and, like, Thor had chemistry. But, you know, you could say, like, even Bruce and Valkyrie had more chemistry than, like, Bruce and Natasha. Like, that yeah. was just totally ridiculous. I, can ship but, that. I could ship that. I could that. I cannot you ship. Can, you can't ship Natasha and Bruce. It's just not there at all, you know? Like, thank yeah. God that they haven't, like, tried to, like, you know, like, romanticize Natasha and, uh, you know, Hawkeye yet. You know, like they're still kind of keeping that at a friendship level because the day that they try and like make that romantic like I'm gonna lose my shit, Especially because he has like wife and kids, well, that we think that the theory is that they get uh you know snapped because but if I you sure look at come back no and and I get what you're saying, I'm just saying like you know he doesn't currently have them, <laughs> oh man, he's gonna be like screwed, whatever uh. He's like pulling a, uh, he's pulling a punisher where he's like, I lost my family. Gonna... Now I'm already dark and boating and I can never have sex again or have a female friend. Oh, but I'm going to finally have sex. Oh no, my family's back. Did I technically <laughs> cheat? Did I not? You know, that's just going to be a whole thing, but we're not going to have time for that in this three hour movie. It's going to be like, Oh, my family's back. I'm not going to cope with any of this. Um, are these, three-hour movies are going to be this three-hour movie is going to be jam packed. Like, don't think because it's three hours, and I'm not saying to you, I'm just saying for anyone, like, don't think just because it's three hours that we're going to have a shit ton of lull time. No. It is going to be 100%, like, balls to the wall, fucking crazy. I mean, we have so much shit that we need to cover, uh, be- you know, within Endgame that, like, it should be, like, five hours. <laughs> yeah, but I um, wish they would, <laughs> right? Just like put out a version that's five hours for like at home viewing. The uncut. And <laughs> release the Russo cut. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't even get me started.
1: <laughs>
0: um, but Brittany, uh, we actually lost Ryan. So while it's just the two of us, we have a little bit of time left. I wanted to ask you were there any characters that you wanted to kind of talk about that didn't make it on this list? I'm trying to think when I was going through, I was like, man, it did kind of make me Where I was like, there's not as many female heroes as I was thinking of. And, and it's like the ones normally, like I was thinking of were like ones with small tidbits. Like I liked, um, Oh, what's her name? Like, I like Black Canary, but I hadn't seen her in so long. I was like, I don't know if I can talk about her. But I thought her powers were so cool. Like, I liked her outfit. it even You know, it's so seductive. But also that she freaking screams enough to, like, shatter shit, like, destroy things. And I was like, I love Black Canary. Well, so you know, to I... Her. I really thought that you were going to pick Spider-Gwen considering you cosplayed her at I your know. Comic-Con last year. <laughs> because I, I didn't think of the comics when I was saying of this. That would have been great. I do love Spider-Gwen. She's so perky and happy, and I love the alternate universe, and I love that Frank Castle is the detective trying to catch her, and he has a family, and I'm like, ugh. Oh, I like it. <laughs> all- <laughs> it's also great
1: because...
0: Yeah, you know, she was in uh, the Into the Spider-Verse, which was very popular. So um, definitely think we're going to be seeing more of her going forward. Um, I was going to say Gamora. I was going to mention oh, Gamora. Because she's, ah. <laughs> she's super, like, her whole backstory and, like, her in general is just, like, amazing. Just the... Uh, and I guess you could say that she was originally a villain because she was, you know, Thanos' quote-unquote daughter and had to, you know, uh, commit her own sort of um, atrocities alongside him. And, you know, like, for her to now have... say that. She was like, yeah. I killed a lot of physically. Right. And so she, her, this has kind of been her redemption arc. And we've seen her stand on her own. We've seen her walls kind of coming down and allowing Peter Quill to be in her life for her to have friends and she is like super like maternal because as soon as Groot became a baby that was like hers that was like her baby like she loved baby Groot like completely and just the fact that like you know what I love that James Gunn did which like I can't stop saying is that thank God James Gunn is back in the MCU Um, but uh what I love that James Dunn did is that instead of constantly making Nebula and Gamora, you know, enemies with each other, that he, you know, paved the way for them to reconcile and understand each other's pain and understand that the Thor other Loki Yes, very Thor and Loki and when they like made up and start working together and then we obviously saw like how much Nebula actually cares for Gamora in Infinity War. That was, like, beautiful, man. Like, I love that. I was going to say, uh, on the subject of these characters, uh, you know who, what I have to vent about, about people going crazy on the Internet, that I'm just like, really? Really? This is What's what we're right about? <laughs> it was Captain Marvel wearing makeup. People were like, oh, my God. And I'm like, is she not allowed to have makeup on? 'Cause she I like it looks like she like either came from something or just popped up the moment she heard it. It's not like, Oh, I put the makeup on before because say we had Black Widow who's known for wearing makeup, if she suddenly showed up with no makeup, people would praise it and be like, Oh, you know, look at her, she's brave enough to go without makeup and you know, even though it's gonna still be natural makeup. It that then Captain Marvel shows up in makeup like and they're like, Oh, she's just cake and people are like losing their mind on the internet and I'm like, I get it but even as, like, a woman that doesn't feel like, oh, I wear makeup to make other people happy, I just do it. So when they're, like, throwing a fit about her having makeup on, when in the first movie they made her very makeupless, And for her to have the moment of wearing it and people throwing a fit, I'm like, oh, that's a little too much. Too much. I actually didn't see anything about that. So I'm glad that you brought that to attention because that is a little um, – <laughs> You know, you're never going to make anyone happy, and the internet chooses, you know, the flavor of the week to get pissed off about. So that's just kind of the thing. Um, let me let everyone know: us women do not wear makeup because we want to make men happy. We wear makeup because we like it. And Captain Marvel can kick ass and wear some killer eyeshadow at the same time. I didn't All look right. at her and I didn't look at her and see like, oh my god, she's wearing makeup. I saw that her hair was different. I was like, oh, yeah. I really It's because she's want... wearing, like, lip gloss or, like, lipstick and just a little bit of eyeshadow, and they're like, oh, my God, she's caked in makeup. And I was like, this is, like, normal makeup, just because she's not doing, like, and people go, oh, look, she's so natural. And then I'm like, that actress has makeup on, and normally to make natural makeup look like no makeup, it takes more product than actual makeup. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing, and I'm sorry like if I get heat for this, but Alicia Key's saying that she's going makeup list, and everyone praising her, I'm like, "Look at her eyebrows, she's wearing makeup. I'm like, she's just doing the natural thing. I was like, "Stop it, just just stop like and then people with stop. their eyebrows, they normally get them microbladed so that they look like they're natural all the time and look perfect all the time, and nobody talks about all the work that the people get on their faces to make it like I don't know I'm not saying like oh she's just gotten so much work done to her face I'm just saying for someone with a lot of money that can afford the type of skin care they have the type of like cosmetic surgeries or like certain things it's kind of like oh look I'm no makeup I'm like uh it's not as big of a thing as you're making it out to be yeah that's a discussion for a whole nother story. Like Brittany, I completely understand. It's it's frustrating. Like you know, appreciate women who don't wear makeup and appreciate women who do wear makeup. Like I I don't see where why there has to be like a battle. Like you know, is it less feminist? Is it less feminist or more feminist to wear makeup? And it's like you know, it, you know, it's it, it's both. Like respect. Do both, what you want. You know? Exactly. That's the whole like point of you know feminism like do what you want but uh i was going to say the one thing that i wished for with captain marvel since we're a little bit on that subject is that i really want her to have her short hair because if you look at the comments i I mean there i mean there are like rent you know there are renditions of her where she has longer hair but a lot of it is her with her short hair and I would love that. That would look so cool. Brie Larson with that hair as she's going Super Saiyan. Like, I want that shit so badly. Like, let's have her with short hair. So that's my one thing. Because when we got that scene in the post credit and her hair seemed even longer, I'm like, no. I'm like, make it short. Cut it all off. Like, I want, like, the short hair that we see in the comic. But that's just me. But, um, Brittany, do you have any uh, final thoughts before we kind of sign off here? I think that we did a really good job kind of going through some of the uh, female superheroes. Obviously, they're all amazing, and we need more of them because, as Brittany said before, if you look, there really isn't a whole lot, and especially a whole lot of mainstream ones. We have a lot, but they're so small of characters that I had not even ever heard of, like, most of them. So... Going forward, I hope that we have more. Uh, we are getting The Eternals, so we're getting some of those. Uh don't know if you know this, Brittany, but Angelina Jolie has been rumored to accepted a role in The Eternals, which is an upcoming Marvel movie. So that's I read awesome. that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, is going to lose her mind. She is my woman crush Wednesday always. <laughs> um, but, you know... <laughs> And I even kind of hope that one day we get She-Hulk in the MCU. I don't know how it's going to happen, um, but I want I, I, want, I want I want some big, and they better I'm sorry, no offense to Gal, but they better get some big ass woman with like muscles the size of your head to play uh She-Hulk. I do not want like, you know, someone like a gal uh, Yeah. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. I even said, like, Gail completely blew me away with her Wonder Woman. I love that Captain Marvel is so dainty and cute, and she's, like, as powerful as she is. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But as far as She-Hulk, I want some, like, big-ass woman to play She-Hulk, and that's just my... I like have no power lifter type. Yeah, I have no, like, you know, like, woman in my head for it. I can't tell you who I would think would be a good uh, choice, but I, I, I want it. Want She Hulk in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Uh And I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep interrupting, but now that we have the X Men coming to the you know Marvel Cinematic Universe, that opens up a huge door for other powerful female superheroes because we have the likes of Jean Grey coming, Storm, uh, Rogue. You know, we have a lot of characters that we can bring in who are going to absolutely be awesome, and more Domino hopefully. 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 Um, but, yeah, Brittany, any, any uh, last things that you want to kind of put out there before we all enjoy the rest of our Sunday? I I don't even know. I just, like, I just was so happy to talk about this subject. I got to kinda get it all out that uh, I was like, man, I'm out of practice with talking. I'm probably stammering, but I was like, I love these women. So I was like, I need it. <laughs> No, you are perfectly fine. You did a great job. Um, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, obviously, but that is just how things go normally with the top 10. Um, and Brittany, I have no idea what next week is going to be, but you know in a few weeks what we're doing. So uh, super yes, And I know about I'm that. dead if I'm not there. <laughs> yes you will be. And, you know, speaking about strong strong women, you got to check out American Gods because they have pretty strong women on that show. But, uh, which I guess, can we count them? Can we count Bill Quist as a superhero? I feel like we should. (laughs) I mean, if you can count, well, you know what? I'm going to count it. I'll allow it. I'll allow (laughs) it. I'll allow it. Oh, gosh. But, you know, everyone, uh, thank you so much for tuning in to another Top 10 by Geek Vibes Nation. Please check us out at gvnation.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. We have amazing content. We have a shit ton of podcasts now that we're doing. We just did a Geeks Against the Grain on Friday where we talked about Spider-Man Homecoming And our thoughts on Spider-Man Far From Home, we have The Geek 5 Live, you know, just a bunch of cool stuff that we're doing. We have giveaways. um, And yeah, and I will be seeing Endgame uh, a couple of days before it hits theater. So please keep a lookout for that. Um, Brittany, please tell us where we can find you and what kind of content we can expect from you. I was going to say, uh, most of my handles on everything is Brittany underscore Hegel. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter. My Twitter is full of just, like, it, normally I'm loving the articles, loving, like, the next new thing. Kind of, like, it's a little mix of everything. Instagram is normally just the personal Instagram, but it's, like, if you just want updates on life. But uh, I do eventually want to get into my streaming. I already do have a Twitch. It's Itty Bitty Brit which all lowercase, but so if you just like watching me either get terrified on a game or watching me try to figure out even how to make it function, that's a good place to find me. Perfect. Awesome. Well, Brittany, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, and have a great rest of your day.